Hey everyone, it's Julia, and I'm currently on vacation with my family down in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. We're already over halfway through the vacation, and it's so crazy how fast time goes. Time flies when you're having fun. We're eating all the good foods. We stopped and picked up Krispy Kremes last night. I went with the blueberry glaze and a cake batter because I didn't have any strawberry iced with or without sprinkles. But so far, I've only eaten the cake batter, and it was amazing. As always, Krispy Kremes never disappoints me. My family is slowly starting to get on each other's nerves. This year, my sister's boyfriend came down with us, and I swear he and the littles are fighting so much. Earlier today, my parents were out grocery shopping, so I guess my sister's boyfriend decided it was time to get payback on my youngest sister. So she apparently threw his hat in the ocean or something like that. So today, he filled a cup with water and dumped it on her head in the middle of the kitchen. Then she went to put her hair in a towel to dry it out, and he throws another cup of water in her face. She wasn't ready for round two, but at least she laughed it off. Last night for dinner, we all went to Margaritaville at Broadway at the beach. The wait was two hours, and there was a storm outside, so the whole family had to chill inside and were way too close together for too long. The restaurant has staff members walking around on stilts who give out balloon animals or hats or bracelets or whatever you want to the dinner guests. And the staff member who came to our table asked us what we wanted, and we all said hats, except for my mom. She said she wanted a bracelet. So the staff ended up putting a single balloon hat on all of our heads and then connected them all together with more balloons so that we were all stuck in a circle around the table. It looked absolutely ridiculous, and we could barely move our heads to eat. Good times. Tonight, we actually went out to dinner at this place, and... So I've told you guys before that I'm pretty sure I'm lactose intolerant and my little sister wanted to order nachos. So all I did was ask for cheese on the side. Like, I don't know. I wanted to eat some of it too. It had grilled chicken and grilled pineapple on it. Like, I love that. So I asked the waitress if we could just do cheese on the side and she starts freaking out that I have an allergy. And I haven't like officially been tested for this or anything i'm just going off of feel here i'm pretty sure if your stomach doesn't feel good after you have something with dairy in it you probably just shouldn't eat it so she tells me that she has to get a staff member to come over and take my order separately and my family is roasting me my little brother is like oh i'm allergic to pollen can you please shut the doors to the whole place and my dad's roasting me and Yeah, tonight has just been canceled, but screw them because my food came out quicker than all of theirs and our food came out faster than the table's next hours because of my allergies. So you're welcome, guys. Just a glimpse into how much of a mess I am on a day-to-day basis and a little laugh for y'all. So before I went on vacation, I'm trying to catch a train to New York City one day and it already got delayed once. So of course I'm stressed out. Now, it's raining in New York, so I have a raincoat on, but I probably don't actually need it. I have my lifts ordered, and I lock up my apartment to head downstairs, but then I'm like, you know, heck with it. I'll just leave the jacket. So I put down my purse and all of my belongings outside of my apartment. I only have my wallet and my keys in my hand when I'm unlocking the door and walking inside. I take off the jacket and lock my apartment door behind me with a little lock attached to the door so I didn't have to use my key. I bend over to grab my stuff and I realize I left my keys and my wallet in the apartment. 
screw me, right? So now I'm majorly stressed about making my train. The lift is calling me 20 times. I cancel the lift and then I go into panic mode calling my mom who has an extra set of keys because my roommate is traveling for work. Mom can't help me. So I go downstairs to my neighbors. We try to break into the apartment and that doesn't work. I guess that's a good thing. Then I call a locksmith. In this time frame, my train gets delayed again, and finally, a locksmith shows up while I'm crouching at my neighbor's. The locksmith shows up and wants to charge me $210. Like, hell no am I paying that. So, I tell him to leave, and he goes down to $175. I tell him no again, and he goes down to $120. He was totally ripping me off, so I finally get him to leave, not without having to pay him a $30 service fee for absolutely wasting my time. My train then gets delayed a third time, so I cancel it, and luckily I got my money back. Meanwhile, I'm still squatting at my neighbor's apartment until my friend delivers me keys. Clearly, I wasn't supposed to go to New York City for some reason, but it's fine, because that leads me to my next piece of important news. I kind of did a thing, super spontaneous, not at all what I thought was going to come into my life anytime soon. I adopted a dog. His name is Barkley, and he's two-month-old hound terrier mix so i set up community service events for work monthly and this month i set up a volunteering event at an animal shelter to go help walk dogs and clean up around whatever they needed us to do and i go and some of my friends are like please don't let me leave with the dog And i'm like okay sure not at all thinking that i'm going to leave with the dog and then i'm the last person in line to get a dog to walk and they give me this puppy and he's the cutest little pepperoni and we go for a walk and we bond and then we come back inside and the woman's like oh do you want to play with him and we're like uh yeah sure and we're inside and he's literally so lovey and i've never had a dog act like towards me that this dog was acting of course that night i went home thought it over couldn't stop thinking about him two days later he was going to be up for adoption and what happened i went and picked him up so i'm currently a dog mama he's already a penn state dog everything he owns is blue and white and i got him a penn state bandana saquon if you're out there my dog is forever named after you and your greatness But anyway, in part one of this series, I left off right before my phone call with my ex. So I told him I was going to hop in the shower and then I'd call him. I do just that and don't get a response, but he texts me that he'll call me in a minute. 20 minutes pass and nothing. So I respond and tell him that I'm going to bed soon. Seconds later, he calls me and I answer. At first, we make small talk about his day traveling, and he sounds miserable. So I say, what? Aren't you happy to hear from me? And he says, I'm just tired, and I just got in bed. That's all. Then I ask him what's wrong, because he's not acting like his normal self. He responds with, I don't know. I'm just kind of lost and confused. I ask about what, and he answers, about us. Immediately, my heart starts pounding, because I didn't think anything was wrong between us. Nothing bad happened. He then says, I don't know. I just feel like we're not at the same place in our lives. For me, this is not true. We both have full-time jobs and want to succeed in our careers. After explaining that, he speaks in circles on how we're not at the same place and he's getting anxiety about everything. When I ask if he's breaking up with me, he says, I don't want to do this. This hurts me so much. I don't want this. So when I ask why he's doing it, Like, why are you doing this if you don't want to do it? And all he can say is, I thought I was ready for a relationship, but I'm not. Which is another cop-out answer. 
In the time we've spent together, he's been nothing but great towards me and in communication. I explained this to him and he said, it's not like you're going away. To which I answered, yes, I am. A breakup means we're done. We don't talk anymore. I'm not just going to sit around for when you want to see me. And he says again, I don't want this. I don't want to do this. None of this is making sense in my mind. The conversation wasn't going anywhere. Eventually, I told him that I'd like to see him to talk in person when he got back rather than over the phone. He immediately told me he might go home this weekend to get away from everything and clear his head. So I ended the conversation saying that if he was home for him to let me know, and he promised he would. Otherwise, we weren't going to be speaking and we were officially broken up. I remember going into work the next day beyond upset and confused about what had happened. I broke down in the bathroom at least once and barely ate anything. I ran into my dad that day in the cafeteria and one look at me and he knew something was wrong. I almost lost it right there, but held it together, barely. The week went by super slow and on Saturday I finally texted him asking if he was going to be free. I knew he was home based off of posts on social media and if he wasn't going to give me the respect to speak to me in person instead of hiding behind a phone, I was going to ask for it myself. Saturday I reached out and asked if he was around to which he responded that he was home. I answered and told him I could be over around a certain time later that afternoon and he told me that he wasn't going to be around his place. I let him know just to tell me where and when he'd like to meet up either Saturday or Sunday but I got no response. That night, I stayed in and went to sleep pretty early. I ended up waking up around 6 a.m. and saw that I had three missed text messages from him. The first said, can you come here? The second said, my place. And the third said, okay, well, I'm home now. And they were all within three minutes of each other. And it was only like 12 a.m., so it wasn't ridiculously late. But when I see these texts in the morning, I let him know that I could be there around 9 or 10 and got ready and started heading to his place to get what I needed. I stopped at Wawa on the way to pick us up breakfast before even, because I was still like way too good to him, even after everything. But anyway, while I was there, he texted me again, if you wanna come to my place, you can. Little did he know I was already on the way. So I let him know my ETA and when I get there, he tells me to just walk into his apartment. I park my car and I walk over to his place with the doors locked. I call him no answer. I walk back to my car, which wasn't close. It was probably about a 10 minute walk. So I'm getting annoyed. And he texts me again to just go in. So I walk all the way back and the same thing happens. I call him again, no answer again. I let him know that I literally cannot get inside his apartment. And he says he's on his way. Where he is, I have no idea because last night at 12 a.m. he was texting me that he was at home. He tells me he's about five minutes away. Meanwhile, I'm freezing outside. He's texting me as if nothing is wrong, telling me that he slept on his buddy's floor and he lost his coat. He tells me that we're going to go to our favorite ice cream place and that he wants to take me to dinner at this Italian place he's been talking about for weeks. At this point, I'm really confused, but I'm also cold. Finally, he says he's by a bar down the street and a few seconds later, he hops out of a car, fully clothed. So he has a stupid smile on his face, like he's so happy to see me and gives me a huge hug. I follow him in and we go upstairs to his room where he gets changed and hops in bed. I'm sitting on the edge, not sure what's really going on here, and he tells me, it's okay, I can go sit next to him. I ask him what's going on and he asks if we can wait a little bit to talk about it because of his hangover. I don't really even know what to say at this point. 
So I go along with it and I end up passing out. Probably a good thing because I haven't slept all week over this. That's usually what happens when I get upset over something. I stop having an appetite and I literally just lay in bed awake all night because I can't turn my brain off. Finally, I ask him what's going on and his answer is, I don't know, I really don't want to talk about this. To which I say, no, we have to talk about it. We can't keep avoiding it and acting like nothing is wrong. Again and again, I'm getting bullshit answers until he asks if we can go get ice cream. So whatever, we go over there. He acts as if we're happy and together. And when we get back, ice cream in hand, we hang out on the couch and watch a movie. At first, he's sitting on the same couch as me until I bring up the question again. Then he gets up to go to the bathroom. But actually, he just gets up and goes and sits on the other couch by himself. I start to get upset and he asks why I'm getting upset. He claims he doesn't want to hurt me, and he never did, and that he hates us more than anything. But if he hated it so much, he didn't have to put himself through it. So I start to cry, and he jumps back to my couch, holding me. I tell him, I can't deal with this again. I can't let someone come in just for them to leave. And he's like, I'm right here, and I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere ever. Literally after he just broke up with me, and we're not together right now. As if I could trust him at all. So he asked me what I want, and I told him that I didn't want this. This is not what I expected. Like, I wanted to be with him, and if he wanted the same thing, I didn't understand why it wasn't happening right now, why we were dealing with any of this. He agreed and said that he wanted to try, but he wasn't sure if he could be in a relationship. So, like, let's go back to talking and see what happens. At this point, I was willing to try what I needed to. We did jump into a relationship pretty quickly. After that, he ordered us dinner and we hung out with his roommates until we went to watch football. So it was getting late. I literally got there at like 10 a.m. and now it's about 9 and I'm still at his apartment. So I told him I'd get going, but he pulled me in closer and asked me to wait until the end of the quarter. A few minutes later, he said how tired he was, so I tried to get up again and leave. But again, he told me he didn't want me to leave. The third time he said something, I got up and got my things together, including everything I had ever left at his apartment. I returned his sweatshirt, and he asked me why I was doing this. I told him it was because I needed something that fit me in his place when I got cold, but honestly, why did I want that if I didn't know what was about to happen to us? So from there, he walks me out, kisses me goodbye, but he didn't walk me to my car like he had every time before. He asked me to text him when I got back, which I did. And we sent a few messages back and forth that night, and then that was it. The next day when I tried to talk to him, I wasn't getting much in return, and eventually he said he didn't want to talk anymore, and I stopped responding. That was what he wanted, so I wasn't going to fight it. I didn't understand it by any means. None of this made sense to me, but I'll never force someone to be with me who doesn't want to be there. This was the last I've spoken to him. That day, he deleted me on Snapchat. It took a little bit longer for him to block my number and to block me on Instagram. He followed my friends for a long time and still follows a couple of them. No one really understands what came over him. None of my friends get it after seeing us interact, not even his mom. I spoke to her a few times after the breakup, and she had no idea what happened and was very upset about it. About a month ago now... I was visiting my friend in North Carolina, and we went to this town where his mom lives, but it's a very popular town in North Carolina where a bunch of tourists go, and I get out of the car, and I see my ex's mom walking down the street. She is the single person I know that lives in this town, and we had not planned on meeting up. 
I'm literally stunned and like stuck in place. She and I lock eyes and immediately her jaw drops. She comes running towards me and gives me the biggest hug. She freaks out and says, oh my gosh, I knew you were coming down, but I thought I missed you. We have to get drinks or lunch or whatever you want to do, but we have to spend this time together. It's like we were meant to see each other. We have to make use of this time. The whole time I can barely speak. I'm shaking, so caught off guard in seeing her. My friend and I agree to go get drinks with her and we end up walking down to the pier and she and her boyfriend buy us a round of drinks. All four of us are chatting and catching up. There's no talk of my ex other than that she says she can't wait to tell him that we ran into each other because he's going to die. But there was nothing else. We just talked about my life, her life, how she was doing, what my friend's up to. When we get ready to leave, she hugs me for a little too long and starts talking to me in my ear. I don't know what he's thinking. He really screwed up. He's going through things with his father right now. I'm so sorry. I don't know what he's doing. At this point, he has another girlfriend, and I know this, but she doesn't mention her at all. She asked me to give her my number so that we can keep in touch better than we have been. With that, she gave me her number and left. I was a mess, but I haven't spoken to either of them since. I know that he and his girlfriend have since broken up and his mom mentioned that he may be moving to another state halfway across the country. He's been spotted recently at a dive bar literally on my block. Thankfully, I wasn't there because I don't know what I would say to him. I probably wouldn't be very nice. But he cut me pretty deep, and I'm not sure who it was that hurt him, whether it was one of his ex-girlfriends or his father. But whatever it is, I do not need to be involved with a third part to this cut or this saga. So at this point, he has and will be out of my life for many months now. And thankfully, I've healed myself, and I will not let someone like him come in and rehash all that has happened so that's about it for our story that's where it's going to end it unravels more and more but we're hoping he moves and I'll never have to see him again that would be a 10 out of 10 for me Well, let's see. So next week, I'll be home from vacation. I'm probably going to be super stressed out with my new pupper. He has been so bad for my roommate. She's watching him while I'm away, and I feel awful about it. And I don't know what I'm going to do. He needs to be potty trained ASAP. But he's a puppy, so we'll be patient with him, and hopefully he'll figure it out. But I'm not sure what I want to talk to you guys about yet for next week. So I will let it brew over. I'll probably talk to myself and my dog about it. And we will put something together. And I will talk to you guys next week. I'm going to go enjoy the rest of my vacation. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon.